Cool. So, uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Matt, uh, and I'm the youth worker here at St. John's. And as Chris has said, this morning we're going to be thinking about the story of David and Goliath. Who here has heard the story of David and Goliath? Stick your hands up if you've heard it. Who here reckons they've heard it over five times? <laughs> That's hilarious. More hands went up then. Who thinks they've heard it more than ten times? He reckons they've heard it definitely 100 plus. Very good. We've got some experiences, people here, no pressure. Um, fantastic. So this morning as we think about this story, I want us to be thinking a little bit about the fact that God has won the battle. Okay, that God has won the battle. Um, and as we do that, I just want us to pray uh, before we start. So Spirit, would you speak through me, Father, and would you teach us that you have won the battle? Amen. Great, so first things first, uh, I think we need to retell the story, don't we? We need, to, we need to get to this story. So if you want to, to kind of make the point that it is actually there and we're not just making it up, grab a Bible from in front of you, from the pew in front of you. Um, and if not, share with the person next to you. Uh, and we're going to turn to 1 Samuel chapter 17. We're going to go to 1, chapter, 1 Samuel chapter 17. Great. If you've got smaller children, you might want to show them where that is as well. Lovely. Great. So now we have, we have two armies here, okay? We have two armies. We have the Israelite army. And we have the Philistine army, okay? The Israelites and the Philistines. And guess what? We have a great divide down the middle. Perfect. Acts like a valley, even. So we've got Israelites here, and we've got our Philistines here. And I know everyone hates audience participation, but we're going to go with it, and we're going to roll with the panto theme, okay? So, Israelites, you guys... I need a bit, of, a bit of a cheer. Can I get a bit of a battle cry going? Can we do that? Can we get a cheer? Come on. Come on, give me a... There you go, fantastic. That was pretty good. I'll take that. And Philistines, likewise, can you give us a bit of a cheer? Let us know you're there. Oh, come on. That was rubbish. Come on, Israelites, show them how it's done. Come on. Oh, Philistines, fantastic. Great. Good work. So now we've got our two armies um, throughout there throughout this section. I want you guys to be kind of, oh sorry Thomas, I want you to be feeding back uh, and engaging with this, all right? So somewhere here, somewhere in our congregation, we have a Saul. So Saul, can you, oh fantastic, he's made a hat. Saul, can you come up for us? Lovely. Come on, give him a cheer, give him a cheer. Lovely, brilliant. (laughs) Someone has totally beaten me to it there. So Saul was the king of the Israelites. Saul was your king. And Saul and the Israelites were camped on one hill. And the Philistines were camped on another hill. And there was a valley in between, a valley in the middle. And they were lining up for battle. And they did that each morning. And each morning the Philistines would send their best warrior. And their best warrior was a man named Goliath. Can we welcome Goliath? Come on, Philistines, give him a cheer. That's good. And, uh, and Goliath was nine feet tall and covered in armor 
And he had, there we go. <laughs> Thomas, I don't know if you're laughing or crying, mate. There we go. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and Goliath was huge. He was a giant. He was a giant. And he was scary. And the Israelites were scared of him. And each morning, Goliath would shout to the Israelites. And he would say, can you shout? Hang on one second. Yeah. Why do you come out and run out for battle? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he's able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome and kill him, you will be our subjects and serve us. Uh, this day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. Hey, very good. And Saul, Saul and the Israelites were terrified. Can we give us a terrified face? Fantastic. They were terrified of him. And this went on for 40 days. For 40 days this went on. Goliath, would, they would line up in the morning. Goliath would come out and he would challenge them. And he would challenge them and he would defy God. But one day, a young boy called David came to the battle lines. Welcome, David. Israelites, you can give him a bit of a clap. Lovely. Fantastic. One day, a young boy called David came to came to the battlefield, and his dad had sent him to see his older brothers. His three, older bro- three of his older brothers were fighting in the Israelite army to see how they were and to give them food. Um, and David heard what Goliath said, and he was angry. There we go. That's Charlotte's angry face. I see that fairly often. Um, and David was angry because Goliath was not only challenging his people, but he was challenging God. He was defying the armies of the living God. And as he was chatting to some of the other soldiers, uh, Saul eventually found out about this guy called David who was there. So he came and he met him and he said hello. And David said to, said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on account of the Philistines. Your servant will go and fight him. Fantastic. And Saul could hardly believe his ears. Remember, the Israelites were terrified. They were terrified of this Goliath guy. And this young boy had come along who was tiny compared to Goliath. And he said to him, let me go and I will go and beat him. See, Goliath was a warrior. Goliath was a warrior and David was just a shepherd boy. Just a shepherd boy. And David spoke up again and said... And Saul gave David his armor, his chain mail, uh, <laughs> and his sword. And guess what? Guess what? It was too heavy. It didn't fit him. It didn't fit him. So David threw off the chain, threw the sword, threw the chain mail, and he took up his sling, and he said that he was going to go and fight Goliath. He went down and he went to the middle of the valley, picked up some stones from the river and started to walk towards Goliath. And Goliath, at this point, saw David approaching, looked him up and down (laughs) and laughed. And Goliath asked him, Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? Come here. 
I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. Come on, Philistine. Very good. And David, David shouted back and said, You come against me with swords and spears and javelins, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down and I'll cut off your head. All of those gathered here will know that it's not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into all of our hands. So David ran at Goliath in slow motion, apparently, spinning his sling, and let the stone go. And the stone went, and it hit him, hit Goliath in the middle of the forehead, and down he came off his stool and, and hit the floor. And David went, and he chopped off his head. Oh, yeah. And the Israelites cheered, apparently. And the Philistines ran away, and the Israelites chased after them. And they went, and the battle was won. Now, can you give our actors a clap? Give them a clap. Very good. Give yourselves a clap, too. Some fantastic. <laughs> now, we've heard the story, right? We've heard the story. We've seen it. And I want to unpack it a little bit for us. I want to unpack it and for us to think about um, what we can learn from it. You see, David, David was small, wasn't he? David was small. He appeared physically insignificant. How could he win? Goliath was huge. Goliath was a giant. He'd been fighting since he was a boy. He was massive. He went out and he challenged him. Physically, David did not stand a chance. Physically, David could not win. But you see, David made a stand for God when everyone else ran away. And everyone else ran away. David stayed and he took up the challenge. So David heard this challenge. He heard it and he stood up for God. So when, David, uh, when Saul saw David... What did he do? And David saw, uh, Saul saw David. He doubted. He doubted that he would be able to do it. In fact, he gave him his armor, didn't he? In a, in a sort of an attempt to hope that he might potentially be able to, to win. But then he, David throws it off. You see, David didn't need that physical strength. He used the gifts that God had given him. And his faith, his faith in God was his strength, his faith in God, was his courage. And he stood for the Lord. So he takes his slingshot, he takes the stone, he spins it around and he lets it go. And it hits Goliath right between the eyes and he falls. He falls. And he shouts before this. All those here will know that it is by the sword... Not by the sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle, for the battle is the Lord. So he lets it go. He defeats his enemy. But what I really want us to notice here is he says the battle is the Lord's. The, bla- the, the battle belongs to God. You see, God is sovereign. God is in control. God is the victor. God is above all of this. He is king. 
And now David, many years later, would become the king of Israel. He would do lots of running away from Saul at points in there as well. He'd become king, make a few mistakes. But the Bible tells us that David was a man after God's own heart. And in Matthew 1, we read the genealogy of Jesus, right? And that's basically like his, uh, it's like his family tree, okay, going down. And we see right in the middle of there, there's King David, the same one who defeated Goliath. And Jesus had a battle too. Jesus had a battle too. But you see, Jesus' battle was, was with something and someone much much, much bigger, much scarier, much more dangerous than Goliath. Jesus' battle was with sin. All the wrong things that we do, all the things we do against God and against each other. Jesus' battle was against that and against death itself. On the screen should come up, I want to read 1 Corinthians uh, 15, 55 to 58. In Jesus, we know that he defeats sin and death. The battle is won there. And this says, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of, the sin, of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, always pay attention to a therefore in the Bible. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, because of this, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Brothers and sisters, stand firm. Stand firm in Christ. Stand firm in the Lord. Because the battle is won. In Jesus, the battle over sin, the battle over death is won. It is accomplished. And it is ongoing, it is accomplished. And if you're here and you're, you're not a Christian this morning, I want to challenge you. Do you know this Jesus? Do you know this bloke called Jesus? This might be the first time you've heard this. And the reality is, is that only in Jesus, only in Jesus Christ, is that battle won. If we don't trust in Jesus, then the battle isn't won for us. We need to turn to him. We need to follow him. We need to believe him and trust in him. And he's a good God. And we can do that by God's grace. And if you want to know more about that, please come and speak to myself, Chris, Eddie, uh, anyone here uh, who brought you potentially about that. We'd love to talk to you about what it means to follow Jesus. And maybe you are a Christian, actually. Maybe you are a Christian here, and that's awesome. And, and the challenge for you could be, where are you? Are you standing for Christ? But I wonder, do you really know for yourself? Do you really know that God has won the battle? Have you got faith that God has won the battle for you, for us? Ask God to give you that faith, to trust in him, to know that he's won the battle. Because nothing else enables us to win that, only Jesus. 
just want to pray for us before I, before I close. Father, I thank you uh, for this story. I thank you for this story of David and Goliath. We thank you that you are, you are sovereign, Lord. You are in control. You are the victor. Father, would you help us to know in our lives, day by day, that your son, Jesus, has beaten sin and beaten death, and in him we can trust and have security and hope. Amen.